So the Gemara said, but he said that a Gazlan did divrehem that if he stole, a robbed something which is only midrabonon gzela, then it's kosher leidusisha. Then it would be kosher for testimonial for a woman to say that her husband died. But Gazlan did divrei Torah apostle leidusisha. But if he is a Gazlan of the Torah, he would not even be kosher for the testimony of a woman. So, according to that opinion, even this witness who testified that he killed her husband, which he is a Rosh in Torah, he would be disqualified also from the testimony for this woman to say that her husband died. Shall we say Neymar of Menashe, that shall we say Menashe that says that a Gazlan he goes like the view of Rabbi Yehuda in our Mishnah, that he's not believed to say her active, that I killed him. And the Chachamim that believe that he's believed, that they disagree with Rabbi Nasha, and they hold that also a Roshim in Torah would be believed by Eidus Isha. The Gemara says, Amalach Rabbi Nasha, Nachma will say to you, I can go even according to the Rabbana. But time of the Rabbonon Hocha. What is the reason, reason for the Rabbonon over here that they permit this woman to get married by this testimony? Is Kidrova is like a Rava who disagrees on Rabbi Yosef that's brought down earlier. The Amar Rava, Rava says if a person says that this individual, Rivani, willingly he's believed and he is combined with another witness to kill the Reva. And we don't disqualify him because he himself is saying that he's a Russia and he's puzzled laid this as Rabbi Yosef's argument is because Adam Korovets Since a person is related to himself, a person is not believed to testify in himself just like he's not believed to testify in a relative. And a person cannot make himself a Russia to disqualify himself for Testimony, and therefore we split what he says, Palginan Dibure, into two. We only accept that which he says that this person, Rivani, but not that what he says, Rivani Liritsoini, that he agreed to that relationship. And therefore, even after his testimony is accepted, he does not become a Russia who is disqualified for testimony. And likewise, the witness that says, I killed, he's not become. He doesn't become a Russia with this testimony and he's believed to permit her to get married. Because we're going to split his words. He's not believed only on the fact that the husband was killed. But not on the fact that he is the one that did the killing. So Lema shall we say that Rabbi Yosef who holds uh, is not believed who uh, he holds like Rabbi Yehuda, he says that one who says Haraktiv, I killed him, is not believed for the reason above. But the view of the Chachamim who hold that if a person says, I killed him, he is believed to permit her to get married, we do split the words and not like Rabbi Yosef. So Rabbi Yosef goes like Rabbi Yehuda. I can go even according to the Rabbon. They also agree that in any case in which in his own words 
he says he's a Rashi, we don't accept his testimony at all. And what they, reason why the Chachamim believed to the witness that says, I killed him, is Shani Eidus Ishida Akilu Barabonon. But the testimony of a woman is lenient, the Rabbonon were lenient, and they believed all who are disqualified for normally for testimony, even though Rosh Hashanah But Rabbi Nashe, and Rabbi Nashe, he says that Agazan, the Torah, is possible for Eidusisho, is the Omar Ki Rabbi Yehuda. He goes like the view of Rabbi Yehuda in our Mishnah, that he's not believed to say Haraktiv. Huh? Further, we learned in the Mishnah, that Rabbi Yehuda says, if the aide says an active, etc., the woman should not get married. But if he said, we killed him, Haraganu, then she can get married. Why is it different if he says active, he's not believed because he's a Russia, according to his own statement. Why is it different when he says Haraganu, that he is believed? Even if he says, we killed him, he's still a Russia. Rabbi Yehuda says, Rabbi Yehuda, when he says Haragnu, we can explain uh, what it means. I was together with those who killed him, which means that he doesn't didn't kill him himself, but he saw other people that killed him. And the Gemara says, This is actually we learned so that Amru Loi Rabbi Yehuda. Chachami said Rabbi Yehuda there was a story with a, a bandit. He was taken out to be killed in the place called Megizas Kaputkia. And the listim, the rabbi says to them, Go say to the wife of Shimon Koyen, I killed her husband when I entered Lud. Other people say that he said when he entered, when Shimon ben Koin entered Lud. And then they let his wife get married on the relying on his testimony. There is talking about I was with those that killed him, but he did not kill him himself. How do they believe a listing Ketoni? It says that he was a listing, which means that it was known, it seems like it was known by witnesses that he was a murderer. And a Ritzeach is Apostle Eidus Isha, even according to the view of the Chachamim. And the Gemara says, no, it wasn't known that he was a listing. He was caught up because they suspected him. Uh, that he was a, a bandit because he was together with them. It says that he was taken out to be killed. So it looks like he was, it's evident that he was uh, liable for death because he killed himself. And the Gemara says, no. This is, was being put to death by the Koisha court. They don't, uh, not so particular, they kill and just uh, about a suspicion they, they, they were going to kill. But there was no evidence that he actually killed himself. Next Mishnah. the Mishnah, A Chochem that prohibited uh, the woman 
with the vow on her husband. So there was a woman that made a vow that she's not going to have her husband uh, benefit from her. She came to the Chocham in order to permit her that vow. And he didn't find a entrance for retraction in order, a Pesach in order to permit it. So he ruled to her that she's Asur about, and so the husband divorced her. So this Chochem should not marry that woman because there's a suspicion. They're going to say the reason he asked her is so their husband will divorce her and he's going to marry her. But if it was a minor maya, no, she refused her husband in front of the sage. She took Chalitza in front of the Chochem. Then he's allowed to marry her, this Chochem. We don't have to worry that he permitted her because he wanted to marry her. They should base it. Because that's part of a base. Then Miyun and Chalitza done in front of of three and not in front of an individual. And three aren't suspected that they're going to permit it uh, not halachically, so that one of them should be able to get married to marry. It's the mission of the Gemara. So we learned in the Mishnah that the Chacham who prohibited the woman can't marry her. So it seems like only if he prohibited her. But if he permitted her from the nether, and then the husband died or he divorced her, you said, oh, you can marry her. So the question is, what are we dealing with? If we're talking about one Chochem, is that then one sage permitted to annul a matir of vow? We learned in Abraisa had Doras Toras Nedorim Bishloishop that the annulment of the vows is done in a basin of three. So we have to say we're talking about but loss, we're talking about three dayonim. So why is do we say that if they said they ruled that the nether is sustained? And she's also to buy so they are not permitted to marry because of Shahad, but by three people, Mikhashideh, do we suspect them to usher her and her husband so that one of them uh, should marry her? We said that we don't worry that that's why they all paskin so that one of the three can go marry. But now, look in the Mishnah, me and Oishchotz in the front of Yisraeno. It says clearly that if she refused or she took chalitza in front of the Chochem, can marry because it's a basin. There's three, and three aren't suspected to permit so that one of them could marry her. The Gemara says, the Mishnah is talking about one Chochem. And therefore, if he sustained in vow, he can't marry her because of the Chshavs. I It seems like the Chochem can be matered in that by himself. This will go like that is done also that you don't need a best uh, uh, you only need three when we're talking about not expert but an expert what is an our mission is talking about that it was one but he was an expert further we learned in the Mishnah if she refused or she got chalitza, so uh, before him he could marry her because he's the best. Frankly, the mother so it's much from the Mishnah. Time of the reason he's allowed to marry her because the base because they are a basin of three people and they don't suspect. We don't suspect that they would all answer her so that one of them could marry her. Hope it today, but if they were two. 
loy, then he couldn't marry her because by two there is a suspicion. Where the question is, how is this halacha different? We learned in the Mishnah that witnesses that are signed on a field of a deal, a sold field, and on a divorced on a divorce of a woman, they can purchase the field from the buyer and they can marry the woman. But won't worry about this thing to say that they've signed falsely in order so he can marry this woman or in order to, to acquire the field. So we see that even by two, there is no chashash. So why does the Mishnah need to permit it? Because the mean chalitza done before of three. The Moritaka says, the truth of the matter is by two, there is also no chashash. Why does the Mishnah say to Bezdin? That's not the reason why it's permitted. But he goes for Kamash He's trying to tell you that you need a Bezdin. La Pukimadoma, maybe finish nine. To exclude from the opinion that says that you could refuse in front of two, he tells you that it was three there. Kamash Malon Mayan Bishlesha tells you that the main has to be done in front of three. So they ask the question in the yeshiva if one brings a get from overseas, or a chacham who prohibited a woman by a nether. So we learned in the Mishnah they can't marry that woman because of Akshash. What happens if Kamas, if he did marry her not being allowed to? What is the din? Does he have to divorce her? If after the fact he's permitted to uh, stay with him. Or he needs to divorce it. Or Amkana says, if he married her by Israel, he has to uh, divorce her. Ramashi or says, once he married her, he doesn't have to divorce her. So, taught that like the one who says, once he married, he doesn't have to divorce. So the Rabbon said Rabashi, this that you're saying that if he married her, he doesn't have to divorce her, is Gemara, is it a tradition that you heard it from your teachers? Or it's something which you logic. So the source of my word is from the Mishnah that we learned earlier on Chabdal Lomibbeis. The one who has a rumor going out about him that he had uh, uh, intimacy with a maidservant, and then and then she became freed, or he was rumored maybe this from Ananju, and then in his guidance she converted. So then he's not going to marry because there is a rumor. But but if he did marry her, ain't might see doesn't have to uh, take out almost. So we see from here.